Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Friday, October 9th, 2020. What's going on? How are you? What's happening? My name is Quinn. This is my show. Happy to be here streaming to you live via Beantown Networks, BeantownPodcast.com, Beantown Blog, Cuts by Q, Twitter at BeantownCast, all that fun stuff live on the air. A little special Friday treat. Much like yesterday, I went to uh, 7-Eleven before I, I teach my class on Thursday nights. And I was going to 7-Eleven to get some coffee because I can get coffee at 7-Eleven for uh, like 85 cents or something ridiculous like that. Granted, not amazing coffee, but that's okay. I don't really mind. Um, but while I was uh, while I was in line, uh, I noticed 7-Eleven has a fun new product. I'm holding it up to the, the YouTube stream here. Chocolate Snack Pie, which I think was my nickname in college. It's a chocolate pie wrapped in lightly glazed flaky crust. Now, if that's not just saturated fat synonymous, then I don't know what is. Saturated fat synonymous remind, or, or makes me think of or sounds like saturated fats anonymous, which sounds like a support group that I should not, not only start but attend weekly. Um, the diet has... I don't want to say falling off because I'm still doing a good job, um, but it's it's you know I'm not like doing the hardcore uh, one meal a day um, these days. Some some days I just have one meal a day and a lot of coffee. Um, usually like Monday through Wednesday, but there's usually some dessert involved, chocolate. It's good stuff. Um, yesterday I was I was struggling, and so I went to the grocery store and I got some yogurt and berries. And even a little bit of trail mix too. Although it was like, I, I don't know, what do you consider to be the the primary components of trail mix? Because I I reckon you got your nuts, your raisins, your M and M's. What else goes into trail mix? I'm not sure. The one I bought at the grocery store just had those three pieces. Um, but I was doing you know doing some munching. Love munching. Um, do it on that. And I've got some more today that I'll, I'll have in a little bit here, but. Um, the reason I, I feel very badly about eating anything extra beyond my one meal per day this week in particular is because you might as well just, you know, put me down. I was running on Monday and been not even, I wouldn't even say been dealing with calf issues because I'm not, it's just been kind of slightly sore but not even enough for me to you know it wasn't affecting my pace at all for the past week week and a half or so and then finally Monday I get to the last half mile of a 10k and take a step and it just falls apart um my soleus muscle if you're coming to us on the live stream right down here on my left leg it's a nice nice white action for you on a Friday um soleus muscle i think just a minor strain um but yeah i haven't uh haven't been able to run the past four days now which is a bummer especially you know normal routine you got your commute you're you know busy you're all over the place whatever it's not that big of a deal if you don't get your workout in but now 
frankly, and I'm not even like a workout nut, but with work from home and quarantine and not that many fun things to do outside of the house, it's like, if I can't get my run in, what am I even doing here? I don't even love the like at-home workouts because it just feels like I'm just going from my couch to the yoga mat right behind me and it's frankly not that exciting. So I've been going for as many long walks as I can this week, but it's just, it's not the same. You know how in, at the end of Old Yeller, they take Yeller out back and uh, I actually don't. I've never read it, nor have I seen it. Um, but I feel like I get the the gist of it. What actually happens? Like, what's the story in Old Yeller? What is Yeller doing before the last five pages when they when they take him out back? And do they get a new Yeller? Is he young Yeller? I don't know. Someone someone should should let us know. You can email us beantownpodcast@yahoo.com. Someone with an intimate knowledge of the story of Old Yeller. Keep us posted on, you know, what happens. Everyone knows the last five minutes of Old Yeller, but no one ever talks about the first two hours. TBD. Um, but, yeah, it's been tough uh, to, to not be out there and running, and it's just the type of thing where just physically not, you know, able to to put a ton of weight. Um, or I, I can can put weight, but I can't really push off the pavement doing a little arm motion like this. I feel like Trump right now speaking with my hands. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. We might might try and go out for like a light jog tomorrow. Not even like, you know, my Saturday runs for the past multiple months have been double-digit miles at a solid pace. Nothing like that. I'm thinking literally maybe like three miles at a very slow pace because I don't want to push off um, too much and, you know, make the injury worse, but it would also just be really nice to get out there. We'll see. Um, you know, don't want to rush back. You don't want to make it worse. Um, but also trying to protect my, uh, mental sanity, if you will. Anyways, in case you're wondering, going back five minutes, I did not purchase the chocolate snack pie from Seven Eleven. you know, in this economy, everyone's tightening their belts um there was also a lemon snack pie i'll tell you the the flaky crust was very appealing but maybe next time i don't go to that 7-eleven very frequently you might you know think differently there's the one at uh, pratt and glenwood there right basically under the train um uh, you know two blocks south of morse uh my old apartment when i was in grad school before we started this show um i lived block and a half from there now it's more of a 10 minute 12 minute walk um but i don't go there very frequently because i don't usually usually my coffee runs in the mid-afternoon i go out to the duncan um at like clark and granville um for my iced coffee so i get that for 224 tax included um but i suppose as it gets colder weather here although it's like 80 degrees outside right now i need to open some windows in here um I suppose as we get into the colder weather and I transition into more of a hot coffee phase for the next five to six months, um, we'll probably frequent the 7-Eleven more, more uh, frequently, if you will. Um, shout out to Jack Links, not officially sponsoring, uh, but we got the cup here. And uh, this is a reminder, PSA to everyone, to take your multivitamins. It's something I, I wasn't doing 
before quarantine, before work from home, but literally like the week of first work from home, first week of, of quarantine, which was March 16th, my birthday, um, I went to Target. I don't remember what exactly I was I was getting there. Toilet paper, I think. See, that, remember back when toilet paper, that was a thing? Uh, but I went to Target because they had some. And while I was there, I popped into the vitamins aisle, and uh, I realized, you know what? I should take a multivitamin every day, especially given the pandemic circumstances. And I got to tell you, it's it's done wonders. Now, I don't I don't put this entirely on the multivitamin right here on our, our live feed. Um, but I haven't gotten sick yet this year. Um, and I usually get two to three colds per year. Now we're doing some serious knock on wood action um, that the tonsillitis doesn't pop up. We've had tonsillitis every year at the exact same time since we started this show. Maybe it's God's way of you know telling me to get canceled. But um, that happens literally days after Thanksgiving, both in 2018 and 2019. Would really love to avoid that because, and I guess this just speaks to how fortunate I've been from a health perspective in my life, but that's the worst pain uh, I've, I've, I've ever felt. Uh, it's real bad. It is just anyone who's had tonsillitis before knows um, cause you, you, you have to swallow, you have to talk. Like these are just things that you do as part of being a human being. Um, and it sucks. So hoping the combination of, uh, the multivitamin. And then the other thing that's big here is, uh, you know, spending so little time on public transportation. I think that's huge. Um, just, you know, relatively little time in the proximity of other people, especially indoors. Um, I know we were at an apple orchard, which I talked about last weekend on the show. Uh, we were there last weekend in Indiana, and there that was just like, looked like one of those apocalyptic pandemic movies, the crowds, indoor as well as outdoor. That was probably my first time in a situation like that, as far as I can remember. Um very uncomfortable, not fun. Let me take my multivitamin here, and, and we'll plow ahead. Mmm. But yeah, I'm a big fan. It's just about getting into habit, getting into routine. Put it on the coffee table, which is where I, you know, next to my great Craigslist couch here, where I spend, you know, 90% of my my waking days. If I'm not sleeping or I'm not out for my run. Um, I will occasionally take my lap, my work laptop to the kitchen table. Um, but for the most part, we're right here. So just, you know, I have it next to my statue of Mother Mary here. We'll get Mary live on the air. Here she is. We've talked about this before. I got Mary sitting in a... Mary was sitting. I wasn't. Mary was sitting in a wheelchair in the corner of uh, Preston and Charles, something like that, in Baltimore. And uh, along with our Zootopia Blu-ray uh, copy, which I have over there. Um, and I, I, was, I thought about the Zootopia copy because I was walking down the street yesterday. There was like a used book store um, at like Clark and 
Rosemont, basically. And uh, they had a bin of videos for sale outside, VHS, not even DVD, VHS. Um, and I think they were 50 cents each, something like that. And they had a copy of Shrek 2. And for a quick moment, I thought to myself, I ought to buy this this you know video copy of Shrek 2 just to have on the shelf. Um, but then I was like, well, maybe there's someone out there who actually has a VHS player that would actually like to use it. Shrek 2, great film. Um, but that's what's going on here. Uh, the big news last week, stop the presses. Um, well, a couple of things we're, we're going to get to, and then uh, I'll read some ads here. And then uh, we have we have a relationship question, which is very exciting because uh, we don't get a lot of don't have a lot of interactions with Beantown Podcast uh, or, or uh, yeah, Beantown Podcast, Yahoo.com. But when they do come in, it's like a big star-studded event. Um, <laughs> congratulations to my freshman year college girlfriend, Katie Seibold, on getting married this past Saturday. I was not invited. Didn't even get a plus one. Um, <laughs> Katie was an interesting character from Grafton, Wisconsin, French hornist, very conservative, um, Mazel Tov to Katie. We dated for what? Nine months, I think something like that. Um, for the majority of my freshman year of college and the summer after, I don't even really remember how we broke up. It just kind of happened. It was strange. I think it happened over like a like a Skype call or something. Um, but I'm really happy for Katie. And I'll mention... <laughs> friends of the podcast probably know what I'm about to say um, based off the fact that she's very conservative um, and just got married last weekend. Listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Beantown Podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language or bring up some adult topics, which we're about to. And number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Happy for Katie. She finally gets to have sexual intercourse last Saturday night, presumably. Now, full disclaimer, I didn't text her at 11.30 p.m. and ask. I felt that that might be too forthcoming of me. I waited till the morning after. Um, no, I'm kidding. I didn't. But um, congratulations to Katie. Uh, I don't like to talk about my exes or past relationships much on this show. One, I don't think there's too much to tell. But two, if you could see the babe I'm dating right now, Rachel Ramos, what what total babe alert. Just look at this. If you're on the live stream, we're holding it up. And are you kidding me? That's just silly. What 10 out of 10, I mean... I think I even said this when we were still, like, talking on the dating app we met on. I felt like I, it was a setup. Like, one of those things where you have the super hot girl and she's actually already dating someone. And she and her boyfriend are just doing this sadistic thing where she matches with a guy, gets him to come over, and then the boyfriend's hiding in the closet and he beats the guy up in which case I'm the guy getting beat up. I, I That ran through my head 
a number of times. Uh, and I got to say, after our first date, which was in late February, before COVID uh, shut everything down, um, I was, after the first date, I was like, yeah, there's no way this is going anywhere. The reason being, not because I didn't think we had a good time or not because I'm not confident in myself, but I was like, I'm like right here on the looks scale. Granted, I was, you know, 60 pounds heavier, but still. And then you got, you know, off the charts, off the YouTube feed here, Rachel Ramos. Um, so shout out to the 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 stone cold stunner herself. Um, I think she was bummed too that she didn't get an invite to the wedding last weekend. But it's okay because we had Papa's cheese curds instead, which is Do you think Papa's caters weddings? There's something we haven't even considered. Um I'll have to reach out to Papa. And what happened to Papa's wife? What happened to Mama? Do you think it was a divorce? Do you think it was a death? I feel bad for Papa either way. Running the family business um is, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. I will say, though, there are three generations of papas typically running the stand, which is useful. The stand, hell of a novel by Stephen King. I actually ordered um, Salem's Lot used book for my trip to New England, which brings me to my next topic. Last thing here before we read some ads, and then second half we're going to answer uh, a relationship question. Um, you might have seen me post on social media, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram primarily, um, maybe Twitter, I don't recall. Uh, I, I've been teasing some merch um, or teasing the, the concept of merch for our fall 2020 road trip taking the show on the road for the literally like the first time since uh like basically this year i mean i i've taken this year i've gone to in terms of like legit trips i mean i went to wisconsin twice gone to indiana for a wedding but i went back in january uh i went to alabama I think it was January. There's actually a really good if you're if you're just you know a new hashtag friend of the the podcast. If you're just catching up, um, I think one of our best episodes this year happened really early. It was our Alabama rant. Um, I would encourage you to go listen to that. And then we you know I I went to Texas, went to Austin for like 24 hours, literally 24 hours. It was maybe like 30 or something like that, but it included two nights of sleep. Um, and then. I went to Minneapolis once in late February. Since then, nothing. So I'm really excited to get out to New England. Uh, and we, I think we're going to do merch. So we have shirts. Um, let me see if I have the, the picture on my phone right here. Um, I'll hold it up to the YouTube stream ever so briefly. So if you're watching us live on the video, you can see what they look like. Shoot me a message if you're interested. So far, we've got about 10, 11, maybe even 12 people who um, have said that they're interested. Um, so I think I think we can do it. It would probably be about like $15 for a t-shirt. Here's what they look like. It says Beantown Podcast 2020. If you're listening to the audio feed of this, um, they are sky blue shirts with red font popcorn kernel um 
stuck in my my uh, well i got it out so it's not stuck but um moving ahead here uh bean Tom podcast 2020 in red font kind of fun kind of funky font like a disco like um blade runner sort of thing um spread right across the middle let us know if you're interested um we're gonna try to get that done I think I think I think I want to do it. I think there's enough people who would like them. Uh, it'd be fun to have a little new merch. We haven't done any anything much like that for a while. Um, you know, we have our Beantown buttons, which are you know about a year, year and a half old, and then we have our ordained minister business cards. I think I have like 400 of those over on the coffee table behind me or the the desk behind me. So we've got a lot of those to hand out, but we haven't done anything fun this year. And I think that would be, you know, it, it would be cool to be able to do that. So um, let me know if you're interested. You can text me, uh, 815-298-7200. You can email me, beantownpodcast.com. You can tweet at me, at beantowncast. Um, one other thing that just popped in my head I wasn't planning to talk about, but, you know, you come watch and listen to this show for all the fun little idiosyncrasies, right? Well, I got a DM. <laughs> First, I get a comment uh, on my most recent Instagram photo. Um, was it? Yeah. I think so. Let me look. Yep. Okay. Here's a photo. It's me and Rachel at the Pumpkin Patch from last weekend. If you're looking, if you're watching our, our live YouTube stream. Super cute. Uh, mostly her. But I get a, a comment from the Instagram <laughs> handle Pierre Arden Team Luca. It says, nice pick, Quinn. And it's interesting. I actually, I didn't even think about this. Oh, yeah. Okay, my name is in my description. Okay. I was I was going to say, how do they actually know my name? Because my handle just says Q.QueenD. Um, but they say, nice pick, Quinn. Let's collab. DM our main account at Pierre Arden and let them know we sent you. So I go look at what is Pierre Arden. It's classic yet modern timepieces. AKA watches. I don't know why they couldn't have just said that. Um, so I DM them. I'm like, what's, what's going on? What's new? Um, and it said, <laughs> let me just read you the conversation. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me just read you the conversation. I say, team Luca sent me, you want to collab? They say, Hey, we've been reaching out to a few people who fit our style for a potential collaboration. We don't usually do this. Maybe. Um, but we want to offer you 50% off everything in our store so that you can wear the latest timepieces. All we ask is that you tag us in a picture of you wearing it, and we may feature you on our page. Just like how I got featured on Venmo's Instagram, I'm getting kind of famous here, guys. Would this interest you? I respond, that doesn't sound like a collab. I've been hoodwinked. <laughs> uh, they respond back. Also, we will offer you a personal code for 25% off our entire store. I feel like I'm doing ad reads here, and I hate it. This is for your followers, and we will give you a 30% commission straight to your PayPal account for any purchases using that unique code. Holy pyramid scheme, Batman. Also, this means you're not only gaining friends and followers, but you're also gaining income. I say, what a letdown. <laughs> Pierre Arden says, take a quick look around and then message me to let me know which items you would like. And we'll send you through a unique 50% off, off in all caps, like you're buying bug spray or something, code. Check out our site here. And then they have the, the URL. Then I say, feels like you're not listening. And they left me on scene. So, TBD. I also... 
Brian Makuga. Brian with a Y. Uh, this is turning into a, a great episode. Brian Makuga, uh, who's this old, like, Chicago Polish-looking guy with 137 posts, 438 followers, and 2,700 following. Always a great ratio. His, uh, <laughs> his account is private, but his uh, handle is Get Your Blue Badge with Brian, and his description is 100% legit with full refund, full F is capitalized. That's important. Guaranteed if you're not satisfied. So Brian Makuga, I don't, I don't know how he found me. Whatever. Matt DMs me, slides into my DMs Monday night. He says, hello, it seems you're a public figure. Would you be interested in getting your Instagram verified to get more publicity? I say, seems risky. <laughs> he says, bear with me here. I'm, I've verified over 42 accounts. I love when they say over 42 accounts. Uh, I, I get it if you're a big Jackie Robinson fan, but you can't, you can't say over and then have a very specific number. That doesn't make any sense. Come on, Brian. I can't share. <laughs> I can't. Sh- this is legit. I, I promise. I can't share the usernames as my clients don't like this. Here's a step-by-step process of how it works, according to one source who has sold verification and corroborated by two other sources who have brought it. Bought it. Excuse me. So he's giving me the step-by-step process, not according to him, according to others. Which just again, Brian. Got to work on your marketing strategy here. It says there's one, there's usually an employee at Facebook or Instagram who's willing to take a bribe or just be a friend. <laughs> no joke. A middleman will be the seller too. The middleman receives cash, which may or may not be split with the Facebook, Instagram employee. Three, the friend at Facebook or Instagram submits a verification request and crosses their fingers. It gets approved. Brian's telling, Brian's speaking straight up. He's not even like, you do this, you'll get approved. He's like, maybe they'll take a bribe. Maybe it will get approved. <laughs> and if your account is verified, you get paid for every Instagram TV you posted. I got to say, this is very re- reminiscent. Friends of the podcast will remember years back to uh, when Mr. Rock Chris, not Chris Rock, although we never learned one way or another if they were the same. Mr. Rock Chris emailed me and wanted me to send him money. We got into this whole big spat about opening a coal mine in western Pennsylvania. It was an ordeal. Multi-episode thing that we talked about. Anyways, Brian Makuga, M-A-C-U-G-A, is the new rock, Chris. I say, Brian, you seem like a pretty smart guy, and I actually appreciate how straightforward you are with the shadiness and uncertainty of all this. As you can probably assume, this doesn't seem like a risk worth taking. Brian Makuga says, it has 100% success rate cause, C-O-S, cosine, cause, your profile is well, okay. No punctuation in any of this, which is helpful. All I need is your username to submit. Then you get verified within 24 hours. And if it doesn't verify, full refund is guaranteed. If you think I'm joking, here's, here's the messages. You're seeing it on the live stream. Um, I say, what if I get verified first, then pay you, Brian? That's a (laughs) win-win. Brian says, I explained the process to you. I have to pay the middleman, which Brian is the middleman. So it's like the Jimmy Seinfeld episode. The most I could do is take half payment first. I say, I'll take $10. Um, let me apologize. I'm just 
trying to fill out something online here. Um, Brian says, no, $10 isn't acceptable. I would only be down for 50 I say, no deal, Howie. Not without references. Brian Mukuga then says, all my customers won't be comfortable with me telling people about how they got verified. I say, well, it doesn't make much sense that I just hand out $50 to a random stranger, does it? Brian comes back. The negotiator says, okay, do you have cash app to send the $10? I would talk with the middleman. I say, just doesn't seem worth it. Too risky. Brian says, what? $10 with like eight exclamation points. And then one other message basically where he says, I'm not here uh, to to joke around or play games. Wow. Brian Makuga is just, what a guy, you know? Um, just quite a character. Um, sorry we couldn't make it work. Sorry, Brian. Um, okay, let's read some of our ads here, and then um, we will move ahead here. Let me pull these up. Usually they pre-populate when I start to type in Google Docs. They're not doing that today. Um, But we're going to start with Home Pride Oregon, which is a close personal and family friend of the show. Uh, I'll start reading it before we even, you know, get the ad read up here. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you can find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, I got good news for you. Home Pride of Oregon is both, uh, let's see. No, Home Pride of Oregon, Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride of Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you have to call Steve at 54 Four one forward zero three one six, or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Again, five four one forward zero three one six, or you can visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon inspection perfection. I want to give a shout out to the Samson QTU series. Sure, it looks nice after all these years. One of these days, we're gonna have to sing "Still the One" by Orleans and dedicate it to the Samson QTU series. I think that would be a touching tribute don't you it's got high quality sound quality from genesis to exodus and uh my my co-teacher in class last night made a reference to the book of ecclesiastes we'll throw that in there too when god speaks he uses a samson ecclesiastes that's a fun one very fun one to say uh last but not least here cuts by q and i did a little cuts by q yesterday Uh, i had to trim the ears and trim the back I think soonish we'll uh we'll trim down the sides and the back just to avoid the Luke Skywalker helmet hair look. We don't have to go all the way down, try to look like a cool faded cut frat bro, but um just a little bit. A little trim would be nice. And I think I'm gonna let the beard go a little bit here. I've been last like three or four months, um, I've kept the beard pretty conservative. And in fact have done like clean close shaves multiple times um but you know things are getting a little bit colder out you're gonna want that extra layer of protection uh bob and weave we all know the hairstyle we all love it but how many chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve enter cuts by q it's like enter sandman only different 
Cutspike Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995 and is probably one of the better barbershop operations here in Chicago, Cook County, Northwest Indiana, and the greater Chicagoland area. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops and everything in between, you have to call Cuts by Q at 815-298-7200 or you can email cutsbyq at yahoo.com. Again, that's cuts, Q-U-T-Z by Q at yahoo.com. Okay, sing it with us loud and clear. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Cuts by Q. By Menon. No, that's not part of it, but it'd be cool if it was. Okay, let me adjust one thing um, on my phone here, and then we're going to dole out some relationship advice for the ladies and the males um, in honor of uh, Bill Burr hosting Saturday Night Live tomorrow. And since the musical guest broke COVID protocol, they're not allowing him on. I don't know who it was, some country guy I've never heard of, Morgan Hargrove or something. Um, they are aware of this. Lauren Michaels is aware of this because in one of Bill Burr's promos, he asked if he could be the musical guest. Um, I legit hope they let him do something cause he's a really good drummer or if they just let him do his up. Like I will be, I, I hope they utilize his talents fully because Bill Burr is one of the funniest men alive and multi-talented. Um, and it would be a shame if they didn't increase his screen time. So we will see. Uh, let me get something going here, and uh, then uh, we'll get started with our relationship question. Okay. So thank you uh, for listening up to this point. We've got one more thing here on the show, and then we will uh, continue on with my Friday. Actually, I'm doing this midday. It's about noon right now. I actually have some afternoon meetings, which is just who's putting Friday afternoon meetings on like you know that you got the Kamala face and you got the Amelia Clark Game of Thrones face that's what I'm trying to do here okay let's get our question up here um okay here we go nope I lost it again boy just killing it here um we need to get this back up (sighs) okay here we go how to deal with the infamous line of i need time okay so dear quinn i am 31 years old And I live with my boyfriend, who's 29. We have been together for some time, about a year and a half right now, which I would consider to be some time, especially I feel like the pandemic lengthens everything out. Like I've been dating my girlfriend for eight months. Feels a lot longer than that in a a good way. Um, Everything was going great until suddenly it wasn't. Oh, boy, here we go. We went on a holiday, it must be British, um, to spend with his brothers, who I haven't met. Wow, that's kind of interesting. Long time to date without having met. Uh, And he became a completely different guy. One night, he came back. He came to my house, not a great speaker, in the middle of the night, super toasted, and said, he's not worth anything, that I'm better off without him, and stuff like that. 
He says he loves me, and when we're together, he does great. Then he goes the whole day we don't live together and again starts to be distant person. He's super depressed since the pandemic started. He lost his job and stuff like that, and money has been an issue. I've been helping him a little since I have a steady job and make good earnings. What a girl! What a good girlfriend might do, presumably. I feel bad. I didn't want it to end, but I also feel like insisting on him is worst. Interesting choice of words. I don't know. I really thought we had a good thing going, and now I can't concentrate or anything. He told me he wants to be alone, that he loves me, but it's what he wants right now. It can go two ways, that he cools off and comes back or not coming back at all, and it's terrifying. Is there something I should do? All right. Great question. Thank you for submitting that. And I got to tell you, that's a tough one. So you got this guy. You love him. You love each other. You've been supporting him. And seems to me like the stress of not having a job, money being tight, maybe feeling emasculated by the fact that he's being supported by his girlfriend is making him feel isolated. Now, I will say you mentioned went on the holiday with the brothers. That changed everything. I don't really understand how the brothers, you know, come into play here. But maybe you got to get them involved. Big fan of getting the brothers involved. Um, so here's what I would suggest. Talk to the brothers See if they have any advice. See if there's something you can do. And then, I don't know, couples counseling could be fun. See if your man wants to go to that. I've never been to counseling, but it seems like it could be fun. Not necessarily fun, but worth it. Um, and then I guess I guess the way I feel about this is you got to decide how hard you want to fight for it. Okay, ladies, I hope you're out there listening. You got to decide how important this is for you. It sounds to me like it's pretty important for you. And I think love is worth fighting for, especially in these wild, isolated pandemic times. It doesn't sound to me like it's going to be super healthy for him to be alone. I think you gotta, it's important to respect boundaries and respect his wishes. But sometimes when it comes to love, and for someone who's been dating, for a couple who's been dating for over a year, you gotta grab life by the lips and just yank. Okay? Al Yankovic taught me that. Um, so, yeah, you gotta, I, I mean, I, I think, sounds to me like it's something worth fighting for. Like that Green Day song, 21 Guns. Do you know what's worth fighting for? My Billy Joe Armstrong impression was never spectacular, but it has really fallen off. I don't know if it was just lack of practice or, or what it was, but in high school it was like, oh, that's, that's pretty good actually. Now it's just like <laughs> spooky scary, just in time for spooky season, S-Z-N. You know, I think I could market spooky seasoning to sell. Maybe get McCormick to sell spooky seasoning. Would you want to buy that? I don't know what it would taste like. I am envisioning it would be kind of like sprinkles. I think it would have to be fun. I don't think you'd want your spooky seasoning to be like 
cumin or something or paprika, you know. Although I guess what would be super spooky would be if you expected it to be like a fun sugary something and then all of a sudden it's like cayenne. Big brainstorming ideas over here. Okay, spooky seasoning, put a pin in that. Um, could be could be fun. Could be the next big holiday treat. Um, but thanks for thanks for writing in. I hope my advice was uh, was uh, semi useful for you. Um, Matt Feeler says, "What's love got to do with it?" Classic, classic tune. Um, guys, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I gotta go back to work. <laughs> like emails are coming in, meetings are coming up. Um, this is the risk you run when you decide to live stream in the middle of a work day. Um, but I, I've got to go answer some emails here. It's beautiful weather in the Midwest today. Hope you all get the chance to get out and enjoy it. Um, upwards of 80 degrees. I gotta open a window here. Because uh, things are getting toasty fast. Um, that's what I got for you. Uh, where, where are we at? 40, 41 minutes. Pretty good. Um, pretty, you know, right right in the sweet spot. Not too long, not too short. Um, yeah, we've got, uh, I, I haven't officially announced or decided how we want to do um, our episodes in terms of our New England road trip. I think I'm just going to try to record as much as possible and then, um, you know, probably release some episodes um i might do like a live check-in at the start of each one and then release uh, the file i i I haven't decided how i want to do it yet but that's that's going to be coming up in another two weeks here Um, we'll get started with that um we've got some states where we've never broadcasted from before we've never done an episode from um rhode island connecticut new hampshire maine or vermont so we've got some exciting new ones to cover um, but that's what I got for you. Um, so, everyone, I hope you have a great, fun, safe, spooky weekend. Um, only a couple more before Halloween. And uh, don't forget to vote. Don't forget to register to vote. I mean, if you're not voting at this point, like, it's just you're, you're being a, a dummy. Um, just just do it, okay? Like Nike says. Um, and I, I do really appreciate, you know, all the organizations, like I saw the NFL has a commercial with Pete Carroll and, uh, Kittle, Russell Wilson, um, Todd Gurley, like a a vote campaign. Like that's awesome. hundred years too late. Um, but better late than never. Um, okay. Matt Feather, I'm going to give you a call this weekend. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm going back to work. Everyone. Uh, on the audio stream, I'm going to get some, uh, Tishmingo blues queued up here. YouTube, we're going to end, uh, it right here, but stay safe, stay sane. And thanks for listening to our live stream. Really appreciate it. And, uh, I'll check in on you next time. Bye YouTube. Bye audio stream. It never ends when I want it to end. Okay. There we go. Peace, love, and understanding. Bye y'all.